Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. You're listening to Out of Oz, a podcast from Building 28 Church. Welcome back to Out of Oz, where today we are answering the question of can Christians curse? I'm your host, Peter Tragos, and with me as always is Aaron Curran, the pastor of Building 28 Church. And it's good to be here, and it's good to have Shawnee Boy back on the podcast today. (laughs) One of our favorite guests. We're starting to get those now. One one of our favorite guests. He's going to be in for like the next few episodes now. We got Mm -hmm. some uh, riveting stuff to talk about. So Deshaun Cousins, pastoral resident here at Building 28, and ardent New England Patriots fan, yes, sir. So they had they had a rough go this past week, and then we also have a good a good buddy of mine, Mr. Tim Miller, Pastor Tim, hey. the, the vicar, Tim Miller, uh, pastor at Lakeview Church. They don't believe in community up there. Just Lakeview Church. Is that That's the motto. We, we don't believe. We in don't community? believe in community. Okay. Okay. All right. That's I know. Us. No. <laughs> and, and probably. I mean, us. people take their fandom seriously, but man, I don't know. If I am aware of too many guys that are more ardent for their team than you are for the Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm, a, I'm a diehard mm. Jags fan. I bleed teal. Uh, win or lose, I am a DTWD, which is Duval Till We Die. Mostly oh. lose, but... But mostly <laughs> lose. I understand. Yeah, I get I get. I so get I know it. how to lose. Okay. Well, That's good. I'm not an ardent Falcons fan. I'm a passive Falcons fan. Good. But but we're terrible. Yeah, I know. They're, they're terrible. I don't even claim them. So, well, yeah. the first half, they're decent, but... Yeah, mm. sometimes. Ouch. 26. Anyway, don't, don't make me swear. All right? <laughs> All right. So so let's get into it. I think this is a topic that a lot of Christians struggle with um, is cursing. And I think when we get into to cursing, cussing, whatever you want to call it, um, some may call it obscene talk or speech. Let's start by defining kind of what we all in this room think is a curse word or is cussing. Deshaun, let's start with you. Uh, let's start with me. Um, so I was actually looking this up and thinking through this before. Um, it's some kind of, depending on what we mean by society, whether it's the church or um, some people may do it by culture or different ways, but socially unacceptable language. Um, that's what I would deem as cursing obscene talk. All right, Tim, how would you define it? Yeah, so I, I have kind of two broad categories. The first being heavy words, meaning weighty words that we as Christians would consider weighty. Uh, examples would be God, Jesus Christ, damn and hell. And then the second category that I would define as cursing would be offensive language, language that is commonly known as offensive, rude, crass. So those two main categories for me. All right, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, if we're not if we're not talking about intent at all, like just cursing a lot of times is like, like without, I think with, that's fine to talk about. Well, intent. Without, without using any any words that are crass or obscene, you can certainly curse somebody in our day. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the argument could be made that that's more offensive. And so that could actually be many different things, uh, you know, deriding someone over their intelligence, uh, over their appearance, you know, whatever it might be. There's a lot of that that goes on even on social media where it's, a, it's unacceptable behavior, uh, really just mocking someone, criticizing someone, whatever. And so there, there's a cursing element to that. We're talking about just the words themselves. Yes, there's there's words that I agree with Tim, and actually I would take a pretty strong position on if, if they're sacred words, if they're words that are reserved for someone's eternal destiny. We're talking about damnation. We're talking about hell, things like that. 
there should be a weight, a gravity given to those words that I don't think a lot of Christians give to them. Then when we talk about the titles for God or the name of God, it's a it's a colossal difference between that biblically defined or used words that we use flippantly and words that maybe the culture of today or of yesteryear would say, uh, these are inappropriate words or these are crass words or these are words we have to bleep out on television or radio or whatever. Yeah, and I think I, I would agree along the same lines. I think that I I struggle with people thinking that certain words are wrong and are cuss words or curse words or whatever, as opposed to the language and way you use words. And I think when we talk about how the Bible talks about using the Lord's name in vain, it's a good example because it can be something that is sin, but obviously using the Lord's name ever is not, right? So I, I kind of take that with a lot of different words today. That's how I look at it. So I, I don't think I'd necessarily agree with Deshaun's description that just because the culture thinks something's inappropriate makes it a curse word or a cuss word. So I don't know how far down we want to go on this, but I'll just, jump, I'll just jump right into it. I was out late with our elders last night, and uh, things got brewing quick. And uh, got, On this topic? Yes, because what yes. happened was after elder meeting went down, uh, we had our pastoral meeting, and everything was great and pleasant for the most part. There was a couple of subjects. And Jeffrey wanted me to point out he wasn't at this um, this after show meeting, so <laughs> I just want to make sure yeah. he wasn't there, so he can't hold him accountable for any of this. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, that's good. Um, but uh, anyway, the topic came up that we were going to be discussing this subject in the podcast today, and there were some very, as there always are, across Christianity and leadership within churches, there was very strong opinions about this, and the position I kind of took is, man, the culture itself, which a couple podcasts that we talked about, I don't believe the culture itself is right or wrong. It's, 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 it's the culture just is. When we talk about the world system, I believe that's what's wrong. But anyway, the culture doesn't dictate for us what is right and wrong either as the church. And so it's not, well, the culture says this is wrong. So we need to take a step back from that and be more acceptable than the culture. Like the culture to me and, and once again, these elders didn't agree, and I don't know if, if these guys agree, but the culture doesn't dictate anything for me. Like what's socially acceptable, because what's socially acceptable in the culture is the taking of God's name in vain on a routine basis. Um, that, I mean, from from a young age moving upward. Yeah, I would say that's culturally acceptable. That's completely socially acceptable, sure. or completely culturally acceptable. And yet we would look at it and go, absolutely not. And so by that same token on the other side of the coin, there might be things that the culture goes, oh, you can't say this. And I don't see where there would be a biblical prohibition against using certain words the culture would say, you can't use this, especially if you're using the context of decrying sin in a very kind of with a, as one pastor said, with a serrated blade to do it that way, if I can. So Deshaun, let's, let's give him a second to kind of explain his answer, yeah. um, maybe more than how we're taking it. So, and, and that's why when I was saying socially acceptable, even if we're speaking society, not necessarily all of humanity, but more so even if we're looking at the society of the church. So okay. just a collection of church and more so what I was getting at is that it's not just individually based. So there's some kind of common understanding as we're using particular language, whether as the church we're defining and saying, all right, these words are out of bounds or crude or obscene, but it's not just completely subjective only to the person who says, well, it doesn't offend me, so I can say whatever I want, or um, I don't have a problem with it, so therefore I can say this however I please. So that's more so I'm getting at is it's a collective understanding versus just one person going on and saying whatever they please. Yeah, but as a dad, like, are there not words that we tell our kids, you know, probably not a great thing to say? Yep. Like, is, is it okay to tell our kids that, hey, there, there are certain four-letter words that 
that we don't say in this family. And, and we use kind of the, the identity behind that. So we, as Millers, you know, we, we don't say that guys. And they're like, well, you know, so-and-so, so I'm like, are they a Miller? No. Okay. And we, as Millers don't. And then the question is why, right? Why dad? So as a father of five, I get that a lot. Why can't I use these words? So that's when I would bring back in scripture. And there's, there's two key ones that I would use with my kids. First is Ephesians 5, 4. Let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking, which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. What I try to do when I raise my kids is tell them, look, if we can avoid unnecessarily offensive language as believers, why not? Are these four-letter words sin? Can we debate that all day? Sure. But if we can avoid being offensive around others, should we not at least do that as believers? John Piper says it like this. He says, people who use a lot of four-letter words are generally pretty angry. They're not content. That's kind of the tail end of that passage there on speaking with thanksgiving, having a content heart and being at peace in Christ. And the other, the other key point that I would make would be to give grace with our language. And that comes from Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So if we can use language that's good for people and good for those around us, should we not do that? So, so along those lines, I would, I'd like to ask, so Piper said that those who use a lot of four-letter words are typically angry people, and yeah. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. Um, but is there a place for anger at the wrong thing and the use of those words in condemning that wrong thing? So, so there's yeah. pastors, I'm not saying I'm one of them, sure. that, but there's pastors that I respect who make the argument that when we are decrying evil, Right. To, to speak in such a way that that there's gravity added by the choice of words that we use to denounce that evil. Sure. And so using a four-letter word in its negative context to decry this evil because we're angry at this evil existing in the world, you know. So I, I, I mean, I agree to a certain extent with what Tim said. I think that, you know, obviously in my home, I'm going to instruct my kids not to use certain language because of well, their, their age and, and mostly, though, when they come into church, how it's going to affect people. And their understanding, I think, is an important yeah, thing yeah. for kids, too, to talk about what they, whether or not they understand yeah. acceptable, appropriate respect, when to use certain words, whatever. But Tim, no, you guys all know this, but I, I was raised very, very conservative where, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you were raised, Tim, but like in my home, fart was like. We could not use that word. We couldn't either. And I would not say we were like crazy conservatives, but for some reason, fart was out. And my parents still basically don't say fart. Yeah. So, so like even my son, when he went to stay with my mom last summer, he's like, I farted on you, Grammy. And my mom was like aghast (laughs) and was like, you mean you too did? (laughs) Like, you know, like, so, so there's, you know, when we talk about these words, like what, what are we going to denounce? And, and of course, we're not going to go through the lineup today. We're not going to, I don't think. No, there's a place for spitting them all out, but sure. but there there definitely is instruction that takes place to our children, and there's allowance that certain things I might let my children say that someone else might not, and that doesn't make it right or wrong. Right, I think that's the argument. It doesn't make it right or wrong, and there's a way of speaking with. I think the argument can be made. There's a way of speaking with grace as an adult in certain settings, while still using certain words that maybe the culture would not necessarily. Most of the words that we would talk about are derogatory words. Like if you sure. think about the the lineup of words, most of them are derogatory. It's hard to use them in a positive sense oftentimes. 
a lot of them. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I that's that's fine. I, so I so wouldn't the, necessarily the, the argumentation of season with grace and and I love all kindness that, and Thanksgiving right? th- that could be applied because most of these words are quite offensive and derogatory and. So one of my issues with the topic like this is the title curse words and what we call curse words or cuss words because that the what you read Piper's quote as usual I agree with love right that but sure. that should go for all of our speech so so my issue is people that think it's absolutely okay to speak a certain way about certain people and use their speech a certain way but it's okay cuz they didn't use a certain word but when you use a certain word, that's what makes it wrong. So that's the number one thing I would disagree with in this whole discussion. I'm not saying either one of you guys disagree with that statement, but that's one of my issues. And and my question, Tim, to you would be based off that. Mm. Do you think that there's a situation where it's appropriate to use the definition of a word where it would be inappropriate to use that word? So using the word in its proper context, I would say that there are times when that happens. My, my son, just a couple weeks ago, we went to a Jaguars game. It was a Thursday night game. And it was a brutal loss to Miami. Can imagine the words you hear there. <laughs> and he's nine years old and right. heard words that he had never heard before. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the discussion on the way home was a lot of me apologizing as a dad for putting him in that environment. And then it turned to my son and he looked at me and said, dad, is it ever appropriate to use any of these words? So then, and speaking of damn or hell, you know, yeah, son, there, there are, there is a proper context where this word can and should be used. And then, you know, we get to, to the F word and I'm like, I can't think of a good context for that. That's just a word that doesn't really come out of my mouth. It's it's hard for that word to say, yeah, you know, as a Christian, I'm good with using that. So have word. you ever said, oh, yeah, when something happens? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if, if somebody uses F, yeah, in the same context, you have issue with that. I would. Okay. In I, any I, I situation. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be offended, but I would say, like, did you have for to use that word? Sure. Like, of all the words we could have chosen, did that one have to come up? And mainly that's just the dad and me, the pastor and sure. me. That's like, and I think if you said it around a bunch of kids, I think you'd have a good, ex- a good context. Yeah, absolutely. Because then I think it is sin because now, well, what does that word mean? They don't know, like I was talking about before, they don't understand right. all the definitions of that word. But I do think that there are situations where there, I wouldn't have a problem if someone said so that. So like my, my thing is, and I've been in a room full of adult Christian males who've used words like that. And to me, they, they're trying to come across as arrogant. Like, look, okay. I'm a Christian. I can use these words. I'm like, okay, you win. You know, like what sure. are you really gaining from that? Am I offended by it? No. Right. Do I laugh a little bit on the inside? Yeah. Just because okay. to me, it's like, <laughs> look what I can do now. I'm like, okay. I think up. that was the argument last night. So personally, I went through a phase a couple years ago. The Driscoll I, phase? The Driscoll phase, yeah. yeah. We've, all, we've all been um, there. Yeah, where... where Who the I, hell I do became, you think you are? I, yeah, yeah. I, became, I became the cursing pastor to a certain extent. Not never from the pulpit. Because I, I wanted I want to make sure I kept my job, yeah. right? Um, but, but yeah, definitely in my discussions, in my conversations. I, and I kind of took the approach, if I'm honest, of I don't know. Like, I can't... Looking back at my heart, then I don't know if it was, oh, look at me. I can, like you're saying, Tim. I think sure. that does exist. Maybe it did exist for me. But I think it was just more of a, I can. Like I can do this. I have liberty of doing this. Like right. it's not it's not a big deal. Our our society, or especially our subculture as the church, has made a big deal out of something that's not a big deal. And so I went down that route. And I think in in principle, 
I would still land there. And that's what the argumentation was last night is that is, can there be a universal prohibition against these words? Mm-hmm. I think almost every parent would argue they shouldn't be used in the context around our children. Sure. If I'm at Disney World with my kids and there's a parent standing beside me in line and they keep dropping the F-bomb, I'm going to probably say something to yep. them because I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and a two-year-old with right. me that they don't need to be hearing this right? because like, there's appropriateness that exists. Mm-hmm. But as far as coming down with a universal standard prohibition against you know, Specific a, a, word, words. a word like shit, for example, like that, that, that people could use. I think most of our audience is a more mature audience, hopefully. So I'm just saying, yeah. I don't use that word. I don't go around using that word. I don't use it at home. But I don't think – I find it difficult to make an argumentation that a word like that mm-hmm. couldn't is, – is universally prohibited and sinful for all people across all contexts. Like that's – it's difficult for me to say that. In certain contexts, yes, if you know it's offensive to somebody, if you're around children. To say I'm driving the car and someone cuts me off and I use that word. Now you could talk, well, there's an anger, anger issue right. in you. Sure. But you could also – what if I get a call and it's like, hey, you just received like a $10,000 bonus at work. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm right. like, I'm like I think you know, they can F, be yeah, used whatever. as like describing there's a, there's a words difference. and celebratory things, but I think that is still wrong in certain situations like we've talked about. Sure. With context, with, yeah. Yes, I think context is of the utmost importance. If you're going to offend somebody or you're not sure, don't use it. I wouldn't use it in mixed company of people that you're not sure how they feel about it. I would go as far as to say, you know, only in situations where you know how people feel about it. Would you use these certain words? I mean, that's that's the only way I can see. And I mean, I have no problem with it generally speaking, in certain company, I guess, is my problem with cursing. And my answer would be, yes, Christians can curse. I don't think it's sinful to curse. But language and speech is sinful all the time. And I don't just think it's certain words. Like, would you agree with that, Deshaun? I mean, can't you think of situations where somebody's not using a curse word and you have still cringed and been taken aback and been like, did they really just say that? No, I I do. And um, and kind of like what Aaron was getting, I agree with you that there isn't a universal prohibition towards particular words. But I do think there are universal governing factors for us that we should consider as believers. And the primary one that I think about is that we are not our own, but we belong to Christ. And so as believers, and especially those are in leading ministry, um, we have a higher responsibility that our actions are going to be judged. And our, there's a scrutiny on our actions that we should be considerate of. How does this reflect upon our status as believers, us as leaders, and particularly our representation as um, of Christ? And so there is that where we can kind of pick and choose, not particularly the words, but kind of what you're getting at of where people use other things like calling somebody an idiot or something or deriding somebody and saying, well, it's not a curse word, so it's fine. Um, which in those situations, I would still say you're still wrong in those because of our our representation of Christ is that honoring to Christ to deride somebody or demean somebody. And though it may not be in a curse word, but just using different language to do that. Yeah, I think I, I think there's like when, when Tim brings up, the you know, Ephesians chapter five and, and there's many other passages that speak about not allowing crude or coarse jesting, mm-hmm. things like that. I think the prohibition is far more clear. I'm not arguing that like, that that's not saying that it's saying that, uh, or giving liberty to, to use curse words, cultural curse words. But I think it's a clear biblical prohibition against, against coarse jesting, against, yeah. against sexual innuendo that, mm-hmm. that is very commonplace among Christians today. I mean, like just in, it, incredibly, I mean, the sitcoms on TV that, that we all enjoy, but that we've allowed to indoctrinate ourselves have led us to a place where someone says something in very in, in extreme innocence and we go down our path or Christians go down a path of twisting that to become something perverse. And that is something that scripture in almost every epistle prohibits, like that says this is not right. And so what I think what bothers me and what grates against me is when Christians will say, well, you can't use the word 
once again, a certain word, just whatever it is, you can fill in the blank. You can't use this word, this collection of letters, but I can, I can use inappropriate, what, what the world would even classify as dirty talk, but certainly what scripture would say is dirty talk. Or just change the words talk. like we've done throughout history to right. screw your fricking or flipping or what. Right. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing. That's my annoyance with, it just comes off as fake for Christians that say yeah. you can't say the F word, but the F word you can say is fricking or whatever. To me, that's stupid. To me, I just, I'm not with that. I'm not about that type of Christian life where well, I think we, we, we Christianize it to where we can still do what we want to do, but pretend like we're not sinning because we're not saying a certain word. That's my, one of my big issues sure. with this whole topic. See, I would argue that the, the, the Christian who uses the friggin' word instead of the F word has, has to some extent w- what I think I'm arguing today, and that is that frig- friggin' is going to offend five percent of the people in your church okay right the f word is going to offend 96 percent of people in your church even people that that use the f word if i used it on a sunday they'd be like not the time and place but like that that's situation, wrong it's offensive that situation is where i would follow along tim's line of why do you have to say it then that's fine why do you have I to think say that, the that, substitute word if it's going to be in a crowd of people that are going to be yeah. offended that you right. should just be able to speak without using those words i mean i think that's easy my dad always growing up was a lawyer and would say it's not intelligent to use those words and whatever mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons when growing up you know we didn't cuss because i mean it was forbidden in our house but as was fart um but but he would say you know be smarter than that you know it'd be so i think Both knowing you were forbidden in you your could house. Yeah, all the efforts <laughs> all of them so all the so from your perspective, what I'm thinking is you don't need to use that. Exactly. <laughs> that friggin' word. Like you don't need to use that. And that would be my point is if you're in a room like us who nobody's offended by it, there's no difference in using the F word. I get that's just kind of my, when it's appropriate to use, then that that's kind of my feeling on the whole thing. I think it's a sound argumentation that there are a lot better words we could use. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. So, so many, but, but I don't think that even though I think that's sound argumentation that as Christians, we should search for better words, more pleasing words, uh, more robust words. I don't think that that, that argumentation applies to, is it right or is it wrong though okay. to use this? You know, it's just maybe something's better than something else, but the really crux of the issue is, is this wrong? Is it universally wrong? Is it situationally wrong? I think we've identified that situationally, sure. certainly certain things should not be said in certain contexts. Um, but the universal prohibition. And I think this kind of conversation is very important because, I mean, Tim, how, I don't know how it is at Lakeview. I don't know how it was. Did you grow up in a Christian home? Grew up in a Christian home. I mean, we, we couldn't listen to the radio. Like that, that's how strict my that's, home. So okay. it was, it was hymns only. When we were introduced to contemporary Christian, my, my dad would, would leave the room, even though my mom would let us listen okay. to contemporary, like Stephen Curtis Chapman was just wow. out of this world for him. That, so, so, so we grew up very similar then. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I think, my thing, and this is where Christians have got it wrong over the last few decades, is we've gone on this war path against certain things. Yeah. And we've gone on this war path against certain words. I'm like, well, we're missing the spirit and the essence of this whole topic yeah. because we're on this war path against certain four-letter words. When what Paul's getting at here is more of a heart issue and what's yeah, coming definitely. out of our mouths, not these specific words. And that's where I think we would agree there. Which it affects so much more of your life right. than your speech. That's, that's I guess, my point is I wish the Christians that condemned cursing as sin that sends you to hell cared more about the rest of their life. That's that's anybody that's asking this question, really trying to figure out what words you can say and can't say, or they're appalled that we think there are certain situations you can say certain words, look across the rest of your life. Like that's what I think. And I just, anger generally is a much bigger issue for me than cursing. Like a short fuse, a temper, like that's something I feel like 
I have to think about and struggle through and try to calm myself down and not be so type A about everything. And like when I curse, if I'm angry, I reflect and repent of anger, not of the word that I said to myself in the car when somebody cuts, whatever it may be. Like, I'm like, why don't I have patience? Like I have plenty of time to get there. God's given me this car. Like we're driving. I don't have to walk in the hundred. That's the point of being more thankful. That's why I love that quote so much is like that fixes the issue that fixes the sin. Forget about the word. In my opinion, that fixes the sin. Yeah. And I think the good principle there is, you know, before this word comes out of my mouth, A, is it going to build those up? And B, is it going to glorify Christ? I mean, if if we were to live like that, then it doesn't come down to the four-letter word. You're slow to speak, then what comes out should be appropriate. So I was going to inject by saying, I think I grew up different from you guys, so I didn't grow up in a Christian home. And so for me growing up, my mom, she, she wasn't a cursor, but for us, we were of everything, every single word you could possibly think of and do. And so for me, when I became a believer, there was this shift in it because my connotation association with cursing was more so from a negative side. And I think that's a huge difference. And so even to the point where one time I went back to um, where I grew up and I was, I became a believer and I was playing basketball. And when I was playing basketball, stuff would happen and I wasn't cursing. And you guys don't know this about me, but I would fly off the handle pretty quickly and a lot of F-bombs. And so when one of the guys came up to me, he's like, you're not cursing like you used to. For him, that was a, a sign of something that had changed. And so that opened up the door to have that conversation because of my language in that context. And so for me, I lean towards not cursing or minimizing, even though I mess up in it um, in different areas where it's not appropriate. Um, I still lean away from it because I know for myself, it was a lot more of the negative connotations and more of a negative environment. And so it's actually been a testimony for those who know me that there has been a change in my heart versus I think that's just awesome. keep going. That's on. the best that. reason you can ever think to stop cursing. If you have a marked change in your life like that, I think that's amazing. Would commend it. Awesome. I think you should not curse if it is a great witness. Like that's easy mm-hmm. to me. That's, that's super easy to, to answer that question. I feel like sometimes in my life, I've had conversations with people that are moral or, you know, say that their Christians went to the same Christian schools I did yeah. and, and don't do certain things that if they do hear me cuss, they start having a conversation with me and we get to these bigger issues. And sure. we have conversations that it's not necessarily the same witness that you're talking about, Deshaun, where they notice a difference. They see something different in you. And that's Christ that they see in you. From this, it's like, let's cut through the legalism of Christianity that I'll say I grew up in. Because I went, I went, I was to more of a mainstream Christian home where we went to a big Christian school and a big church and everybody said they were a Christian, but we all watched TV and listened to radio and whatever. So having these conversations now, when back then it was so appalling to say certain words. And now I'm like, well, now I actually understand like the heart of the issue. And I, there's no cursing internally from the heart coming with this word. So that's why, and we just have conversations like the one we're having today. And I think that's the most important part and reason I wouldn't let my kids say certain words is because they don't understand fully the situation of when it's appropriate to use them and not. So it's better. I I tell them not to use words. They don't know what it means, period. Whether it's considered a curse word or not. If you don't know what it means, don't say it. Well, you're a Florida State fan, so they don't know what when means. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you picked a good time to say it, all right? When's the last time you guys won a national championship? Because ours was not go down this road. Yeah, exactly. Don't go down this road. Really quick. I just had to throw that jab out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I... So coming back to earlier, I said a couple of years ago, I went down the road of, and this is where I think Christians and pastors go is it's very easy in our, 
in our subculture, the Christian subculture, evangelicalism in America, to just picking extreme side. Sure. Yes. Like, yeah. okay, right. it's, it's completely we're not gonna we're not gonna curse or we're not gonna drink or we're not gonna right. go to the movies or we're you know whatever it is. Like we're just not gonna do it. Like we're gonna boycott. We're yep. we're done with it. Or we have liberty, so we can just do everything excessively. Exactly. Right. And it's much more difficult to kind of wade through the murky waters and have conversations like this of, okay, just because something, and I think I've established where I stand on this, I think it's permissible. Can Christians curse? Sure, they can, uh, you know, in, in certain contexts. Potentially, is it I would, sin? No, maybe is the yeah, better. Yeah. So, so is, is it sin? Is not it, always. So if it's not sin, it can be used to glorify God, which Tim brought up the point. It's a good point. Are we glorifying God with our language? Anything that's not sin can be used to glorify God. There's there's nothing that's neutral, right? And so and so if it can be used to glorify God, is it acceptable? Sure, but I've chosen not to. I go the, I go the route, so it's different than we podcast even a year ago. I have a different slant on this now. Yes, having children affects that, mm-hmm. as we've said. Yep, but it's not just that. There are habits that are formed. In, in my vocabulary. So in the confines of my home, my children are in bed and me and my wife are talking and a word is dropped in that conversation that I would not use here at church. I would not say that's double standard. I wouldn't say it's inconsistent. No. I would say it's just knowing the context of your environment. I can say something in front of my wife. She's not gonna be offended. She's not gonna be upset by that. But I choose not to even do that typically in my own home because I don't wanna form a habit of doing that. And I don't wanna let slip something out in public that I might have liberty of saying in my private life that would be offensive to people in my church who, as a pastor, I'm called to care for their souls. Yeah. So so I guess what you're saying is you've decided to draw a line and just not say certain words. I'm trying to get to the reasoning because you don't want think, them to I slip think for in me, public. It came or, to, and Tim, Tim alluded to this. Maybe I already said it. It came to the point of asking myself, okay, I have liberty of saying this. And for a couple of years there, I did. I just kind of said whatever came to mind and, sure. and, and varied my vocabulary. But then it came to a point as it was kind of a season of renewal for me of just going, why, even if I have liberty, why do I choose mm-hmm. to use these words? Like, why, why not use other words that would be pleasant for all people to hear? Like, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, and, and I get your point, Peter, of, hey, these open up conversations we can have with unbelievers that, hey, there's misconceptions. And I don't want people to think that's like the reason that I do. I'm not trying no, to, no, I'm I not trying it. to take that stance and act like, oh, the only reason I do it is because I like to start conversations, <laughs> kind of like how Aaron talks about dressing up for Halloween as certain things. Hey, they've, but, already, they've already heard that podcast. At no, this point, I, man, I'm not so. saying that's the primary reason I do. I would just say the primary reason I do is, it's a word that comes up in certain conversations that I used to, it used to be something that would be like, oh my gosh like red flag, I can't say right. that now those red flags don't come up. Like, okay, that's, so, that's it. That's really, I don't like intentionally do it. You so know by what the I mean? time people listen to this, potentially the election will have been decided. We'll see. But when the first presidential debate came out, numerous Christians either posted on social media or text me and said, that was a shit show. Like that's, that's what they said. Mm-hmm. And these are Christians. I think mo- a lot of them who typically would say, I wouldn't use that in normal conversation. Right. And yet that's that was how they described it. And for many, and I would say probably myself, it was a pretty fitting description of what that was. Is that wrong? They do that. Once again, that just so our listeners are clear, it's not wrong to do that. Like universally prohibited, you know, every time, every place. It's just a matter of for for me, as I came down on it, I said, there's other words I could use that would not. And I get the argument once again of this is a, a very brazen way of saying this to grab people's attention sure. in a way that other words will not do that. Okay, I get that argument. 
but still, I think there's words that we can use that are better and are less offensive. And as a pastor and as a Christian, I kind of want to go down the route of saying, if it's offensive to somebody, even if I have liberty of doing it, if it's offensive to a majority of people, um, because everything we do will offend somebody. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. if it's a, yeah, that it's, cannot be the standard. If it's offensive to a majority of people in my own church and mm-hmm. Christians I'm trying to reach, and even non-Christians who are like, hey, I thought you were a Christian, like you're talking like this, then it just be, it seems prudence would call me to refrain from using those words. And social media is such a different context, Ugh, right? That's yeah. that's a whole nother animal of well, there things. No, there's so no sound on social media. Of things we should and should not do or say. But I think what you were talking about earlier, and I, I would call it kind of a, a fundy rebellion for those of us who grew up with, with a little bit of fundamentalism in us. Yeah. We know exactly what that looks like. There's, a, there's, there's this, like, there comes looks, a point. It looks like your hat turned around backwards. That's exactly. Like. <laughs> there comes a point in our Christian life where we're like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to do that. Or maybe I can say that. And so we just kind of feel like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is okay. I have the freedom to do this. And then we kind of get a little bit wise. We're like, okay, that was fun. That was cool. That was cute. And what, what our parents missed, I love you, mom and dad, but what, what, our, <laughs> what our parents might have missed with us growing up is the why behind it. Right. Like it was, don't say that. Why? It's bad. Because I like, said so. We oh, actually, we actually dude. talked about that on other episodes. Generationally, it's just different. It's different than it was in the eighties and nineties. There was no, right. there was no wide given. Right, um, and I think that that applies here to this as well. I, I can't help but think when you say that of twenty years from now, when our kids are sitting around podcasting here, all the things they're going to say we missed. And okay with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. hope. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to miss some stuff. And so. I was just thinking, and there's never, there's not something in this conversation where I'm like, I really hope my kids cuss. Like it's not something like that's big to me that I think about, like that I think so much more about the hard issues that we're talking about. And honestly, like if cuss words come out in anger, to me, it's more of a, okay, that was an anger problem there. Right. Versus if I'm just so mad and I'm stewing on something, but I don't say a certain word, like I think that sin is the same. I don't think there's an ad- additional step to the sin because a certain word. And I word think a lot said. of Christians would be far more upset that you used the word. A hun- that's than my that problem. You were so that's angry exactly and my blew, your, blew your t- testimony or your temper. Like and that, that's problematic. Like they're, I agree. they're more upset that you would use a four letter word than that their neighbor's going to hell. They'd rather just and, not and, see your sin and yeah. not be able to know that you're sinning, but it's okay that you are sinning. That's how I feel like Christians are today. Yeah. And so I think, I think introspection is important. Deshaun, you had something. Yeah. Saying? So now I was going to ask a question. So since we've kind of, um, not pigeonholed, but basically put in the categories of there's particular language as we're talking about different four letter words that can be used in such a way, depending upon the situation, context and heart to glorify God. Do you guys think the majority of the Christians use them that way? Or do you think it's more in a sinful way than when people are using expletives or obscene language? So I can, I can tell you that from the people I know, and even in my own experience, myself, my wife and, and, and close friends, that I mean, I take the position theologically that everything we do is either righteous or sinful. Yeah. Like everything in our life is either righteous or sinful. So you can't do something for the cause of righteousness that is universally prohibited in scripture. So you, I, I can't live with my girlfriend for the glory of God. Okay. Right. Can't, can't do that. Right. right. So but you can watch football to the glory of yes, God. Yes, you can watch exactly. You can play golf football. for the glory right. of God or you can go to a harvest festival for the glory of God and you can curse for the glory of God. Like Luther would be a prime example of that. Somebody who in, in his German tongue used extreme obscene language, especially in his responses to Erasmus in the church of his day, that, that there's, there's a lot of quibbling about in among reformed people of was Luther wrong for doing this? And a lot of them would say, no, he wasn't wrong for doing that. There's a, there's a strong argumentation made. And so I think that, that you could, 
do Christians use that? The Christians I know, once again, coming back to this, or even in my own life, there have been moments, like Peter's talking about, of anger or of cursing someone, like being bitter towards someone and, mm-hmm. and saying something about them, whether I use the four-letter word or not, that is sinful language. It's not seasoned with grace. It's not building up. Right. But there's also times where I, where my friends have used, like I've, I've been with Peter and, and I've, I've heard his potty mouth. And um, <laughs> no, and, but I, I, I wouldn't classify whether it's him or, or my wife or a, fr- a friend, a, a leader, whoever it is, I wouldn't classify that as sinful because I do think intent is very important, like with the motivation behind that. And if it's not sinful, then the argument can be made that there's a word that is culturally not acceptable that has been used as a means of honoring God. If there can and be righteous, if there can be righteous anger, there can be righteous, angry curse words. In my opinion, yeah, I, I mean, don't I, see a difference between the action and the word. I didn't want to. I know say it Tim exactly may disagree that with that based on what you're saying, and that's okay, and yep. I can understand that. And I think contextually, you could be absolutely correct because there are certain contexts where the word sure. is sin on in its in its own. But from my perspective, that's what I that's how I see it. Number one, I already jumped in, so let me just give my answer, Tim, and then and then you can give yours. I absolutely think my answer to your question is Christians use language for sin all the time and way too much. And that's where, that's where I'll point is if you learn anything from this discussion, go back and just check your language and how you speak generally and what the intent is behind your language. Mm -hmm. Forget about what words you use and you'll realize so much of it is not God honoring and myself included, like literally myself included, because I can think of stuff that I shouldn't say or be talking about that has nothing to do with cuss words. So if anybody just goes back in their Rolodex and checks when's the last time I cussed, I think you missed the boat altogether. And I think the answer that I would give to Deshaun's question is, I don't think they use language to honor God all the time. Forget whether or not cuss words are included. Yeah. Let's hear what Tim has to say. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you all that much because I, I'm i with you on it. A lot of it is context. A lot of it is heart. And it's it just it just for me, it keeps coming back to do we have to use those words? Like mm-hmm. if, if you say, yeah, I have to use, that's the only way I can get this emotional expression out of me is by this word coming out and no, it's not going to offend anyone. No, I'm not tearing anyone down. And it's, it's seasoned with grace, a, 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 maybe a bit of a vengeful grace because I'm so angry, righteously angry at that. Okay. Right. You might have an argument there and you could win that, but is it necessary? Right. And I think yeah. it just keeps coming back to that for me. And, to play, you, it, to play devil's advocate a little bit, because I've heard this argumentation, and we're about sure. we're about to chat in a bit here on another episode about alcohol, and and it's it's going to lean the, in the, the same way. The same <laughs> argumentation can be made of right. is it necessary? And I would, I think everybody would argue, no, it's not. Like Peter would say, no, it's not necessary. I think it's I use uh, these, just so just, just as a precursor for you to listen to our alcohol episode. I have a totally different take on. I think alcohol and cursing is totally different. But we'll get we'll wait till that. Episode. But I'm, I'm just saying, I think that that is wh- where people are going to go is, no, it's not necessary. I don't have to use these words. I don't have to have a drink. I don't have to celebrate Halloween. I don't have to. Sure. These, these are liberties that I have that are biblically permissible liberties that, that are argued that Paul or Jesus indulged in sure. themselves. And so but it wasn't because they had to. It was just because they they chose to in particular context that wasn't sinful. Now, with that said, I think to the very point that we have to sit here and chop this up so much, and it's so it's so um, alarming to some Christians who might be listening that, man, you can curse for the glory of God. <laughs> if it alarms so many Christians to even hear that, maybe the argument should be that I, at the very least, I should strongly consider the words coming out of my mouth, even if they're not 
cursing someone or, or burst out of anger, I should just consider those words because there's enough of an audience that this is very offensive. This is very heavy. This is very dark for, um, they wouldn't want their children even listening to this episode because we've used a couple words in here uh, as a point of example that they're just like, I, I don't want, I don't want those type of that type of language to influence me. And so I think it's something that Christians need to give a lot of earnest consideration and thought to Holy Spirit thought to and um, and come down to the conclusion that, hey, what serves people best, like what glorifies God right. most in, in my language. I think that's a great way to end it is just yep. that that's how you should look at everything yep. with your speech. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Out of Odds. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen. Out of Oz is produced by Building 28 Church and Podcast Royale. You can find out more about this show and Building 28 by visiting outofozpodcast.com. New episodes drop every Monday, and you can get each one automatically by subscribing in your favorite podcast app.